Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Decisive Podcast series. I am Roberto Ingram, your host. I'm glad that you're listening today, and uh, I do hope you enjoy the program. This episode is entitled Decisive Podcast Special Guest Mix, and we have our guest from Croatia, Mr. Perro Full House. He is the event coordinator for Moon Dance Festival, and he's also been DJing for a hell of a lot of years. He also owns his own record label, Moon Dance Records. I'm happy to have him on the show, and we will listen to his interview plus his music mix a little bit later. But let's get going with the interview so we can learn a little bit more about the man behind the music. Decisive podcast guest mix with our guest, Pedro Full House. So we are back in touch again. How are you doing, Mr. Pedro? Very busy, man. Very busy. Yeah. You know, things should be more compli- less complicated when you get older, but it's opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if, if you have as many things that you have going, uh, I was reading your bio uh, yesterday, and if you have as many things as you have going on, I would imagine so. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> so how's life? Oh, life is okay. Life is okay. Um, it could, I guess, is uh, it could be better. Never uh, fully happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always, okay. always something you need. Always something you want. But I'm always, I'm still the same old positive Roberto. Nothing ever changes about that. Okay. Cool. How is the weather treating you there in Croatia? Yeah, it was very strange weather this year, but uh, uh, recently it's quite quite hot. But uh, until now, there was very changeable, very unusual. Very there was like uh, also very cold winter, very cold winter. We had uh, we had very strong uh, wind here, you know, Bura. And uh, if it's five degrees and Bura blows like 150 kilometers per hour, you feel like minus 30. Wow. Okay. That's... You, you know, all palm trees along the coast are fucked up. You know? well, that's quite strange, uh, being in such a great place uh, for good climate. Well, uh, we, we, always, we always had a strong winter, you know? We always, we oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, are, we are more more north Mediterranean, you know? So during the, the summer it's quite hot and during the winter it's not that uh, cold, but, uh, you know, with a strong wind, it, it, it feels like very, very chilling. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, um, I, uh, I have about, I think, 30 minutes or so, so we had to conduct the interview. Be- and, uh, yeah, anyway, um, I'll get started. Hello, everybody. It's Roberto Ingram. Thank you for uh, joining us again for another Decisive Podcast. I have a great friend of mine that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, he's a... Uh, Actually, one of the Croatian uh, DJs has played all over in every single probably town there is in uh, in Croatia and uh, is uh, doing a lot there. His name is Pedro Fullhouse. Pedro, welcome to the Decisive Podcast series. Hi, Roberto. Thanks for bringing me in your show. Oh yeah, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for being here. Um, it's been a long time. Um, I was reading your bio the last uh, day or so, and because uh, I haven't. We haven't been in touch in a in a while, except for the last couple of months. I guess it's been since 2008, or like 10 years. Yeah, something like something like 10 years. You you're still in Split, right? Yeah, a small town near the Split called Salin, but actually it's Split. Yes. Were you born and raised in Split? No, no, I was born in in Livno in Bosnia. It's very near here, like 100 kilometers from here. But uh, yeah, as soon as I was born, I, I, my my parents get here. So I'm from the from the beginning here, actually. Okay, and your your so your parents are Bosnian or something, or yeah, Croatian from Bosnia. Yeah, but it's, it's like it's like same territory here, but not not for long. From here. How long? How long you've lived in uh in Split? I, I live here all my life. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, in this area around Split, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I uh, it looks like you're uh, really uh still doing your thing since uh nearly what 20 years or 25 years or something like this. 
What was your first inspiration? Wait, let me ask this first. Has it always been electronic music or? I started as a DJ, not electronic music DJ. I started with uh, hip hop, rock, all kinds of pop music. You know, it was it was very strange when I started because uh, when I was in primary school, uh, I got in, infected with a uh, post punk, uh, punk, and you know new wave sound. Uh, and I was collecting records and blah blah blah. And uh, I was working in a shipbuilding industry in Split in a shipyard. And uh, one uh, one time, there is a guy uh, who, who worked with me. Told me that one DJ didn't show up in in, in, in a new new open club in a village. No, and he asked me if I can if I can uh, jump in to. Uh, and I was like, wow, uh, I, I I never do that. You know, it was like uh, ni- uh, 1990. You know, but he knew that I had a lot a big collection, a record collection, and uh, he said, okay, come on, come on, it will be easy. You know. Uh, club on the on village because the, the resident DJ got sick and they didn't have, they couldn't find replacement. How old, how old were you then at this time? At this time I was like uh, 20. 20. 20. And you were collecting records since when? Since I was like 13. Wow. What type of uh, records were you interested yeah. in at this time? At, at the moment, everything from uh, from the rock begins to to you know I told you like uh, early electronica like the Pesh mode, uh, new wave sound. Uh, so uh, that was my, that was my sound at, at the time. So later I, I began to explore more black music and uh, and so on and so on. But at, at, in the 80s I was more like post punk, new wave, uh, dark electronic music. You know. Uh, so yeah, I love it. So this experience, so this experience in the club was your first kind of, uh, shall we say, professional introduction to the uh, DJing world. Oh, it was nightmare, man! It was, it was like no, somebody put you in a fire, you know. <laughs> I didn't know how how to uh, how to switch uh, the, uh, the channels, you know, because I never, I, I never did it, you know. Actually, uh, before that, I never, I. I never wanted to be a DJ actually, you know. Mm. So so I got there and there was like a Christmas party. There was like oh, wow. amazing, you know, people from all all over, you know, and there was lots uh, of Croatian who was who is working in Germany, so they came from Germany. So you know, I had to play like also some some domestic music and you know it was like crazy. But but you know, after first uh, hour it was okay. I, 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 it took me one hour to 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 get into the basics, you know, uh, how to how to put another record, you know, and uh, and uh, and uh, prepare a new one and blah blah. It took me like one hour. So so at the end, I play until four o'clock in the morning. So I play actually like five hours. It was all nighter. First time all nighter. It was it was mental, man. <laughs> but in the end, yeah, I loved I loved the people dance when I play. Okay. It was it was amazing experience. Wow. Since then, I started. I, I bought uh, two days after I bought DJ mixer. I bought two CD players, but no 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 pitch. So I I I I I, I borrowed like two. Uh, to tape recorder, uh, to uh, you know, the tape player. Oh yeah. So I started to mix with a uh, two C, uh, CD without pitch and uh, with uh, with uh, cassette deck. You know. Oh, you were you were DJing historic style because I had to say, what what they they must have been uh, something like techniques but uh, without the pitch and and uh, and or or pioneer or. or new. There was like ordinary CD players from house. No, I meant I meant the turn. Okay, oh. the CD player. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, so it was it was mental, and uh, I, I, I there was I think Technics uh, cassette player from the from the from the hi-fi, you know. So I put it with a pencil on, on the on the beginning of the track, you know, and it, it was it was and crazy. The, yeah. the mixer must have been something like a Newmark. Newmark, yes, and Gemini, and, uh, right, right. yeah, and Gemini. <laughs> Newmark, 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 yes. 
and yeah, that was the very, very beginning. So, yeah, a few days later, the original DJ came to work and I, you know, I was just replacement, but, you know, uh, the, vir- the virus impl- implanted in me, so. <laughs> so I started to practice and the new, new club was opening in my city, the new club, and I knew the boss, boss was, uh, was my neighbor, and it was a small club, but with the best uh, equipment in whole Croatia, they pay a lot. And wow. that was the club called the Diamant, which is like diamond, that I, uh, that I uh, get know how to use equipment. They had like a, a double, uh, double uh, CD player with pitch, uh, it was Technics. Right. They had two turntables and they had a new mark with a, a mixer with a, with a sampler. Oh, oh you know? right, 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 okay. Like a, I think four seconds sampler. It was it was crazy how we used it, used it at the time. You know, we killed the people with that sampler. It was so funny. <laughs> now when I remember it, uh, it was so. <laughs> if I were audience, I would kill myself. <laughs> I guess I, would... I guess also as you've as you've grown into and been thrown into such situation, you've also learned a lot about. Uh, equipment and i noticed that when i was last time i visited you uh that you were buying your own um speakers and studio equipment and uh uh yeah and then you started to um, to you were working for a radio station all the how did all this how did all this develop yeah i, I was always technique so uh, dj uh, developing dj technique it was always uh my thing so yeah i started to 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 buy like next uh, cd players mixers i i i checked all 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 of the things and most of the clubs here that i was working with i pushed them to buy new new equipment so yeah pioneer should give me a big uh, big bonus for it <laughs> but i never got <laughs> they should be endorsing you uh yeah 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 you know you know in the beginning but yeah, I recently I come back. I came back to 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 records again because after change, after 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 I tried all this digital thing, I I felt that I feel the best with a uh, with vinyl. But I still play uh, CD players. Oh yeah, you still you still doing this? Tell me tell me a little bit about the uh, early beginnings of your uh, record labels. Uh, you had a record label by the name of uh, what was it? Uh, Alpha Rhythm and Omega Rhythm. Omega Rhythm. Well, that is the name of organization of my friend and me that I that we started organizing because I I started organized party like '95, '96, and uh, with my friend Ivan Poder we start Omega Rhythm organization for the for the promotion of the parties like 1997. This year we celebrate. Uh, 20 years. I, I'm alone now because he left a long time ago mm. and uh, it was 1997 that we organized together first party Omega Vitam and like five years later we started a label called the same name Omega Vitam and we had like five, uh, uh, no, six, six winger releases with the, uh, well, the major uh, producers of that, that time uh, in techno like Oxia, Zen, Oh yes, in- Oxia is still around, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so oh, at the time, Brian Zenz uh, was selling like 50,000 copies. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, so he, he made a, a record for me, and uh, yeah, the label was really, really good, really strong. Everybody charted it on the big DJs, blah, blah, and there were people in magazines uh, all around. So we started another sub label called Alpha Rhythm. It was more for housey, for housey and tech house. Uh, uh, so we had also four releases. All together, we we we, we, we uh, did like 10, 10 releases. Then it all switched to to digital, and uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to go with digital size of the labels. And I, it was 2000, 2004. So you yeah. you 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 gave up these labels to also uh, start a new label by the name of Moon Dance Records, yeah. Yeah, after uh, it actually it's named by by my festival, Moondance Festival that I started like 
2013 in a, in a Trogir. It's small town, a small small peninsula, a small uh, uh, city Amazing, island, huh? uh, like 20 kilometers from Split. It's it's a really beautiful island, like. Uh, yeah, it's on the on the protection of UNESCO. Fantastic. Like uh, and the National Geographic uh, uh, said, it, it's like one of the most beautiful islands in the world. So, so there is a fortress from Middle Ages. Oh, a fortress, Venetian fortress, and uh, we do festival there in in middle of town. So even if we are small, like two thousand people. Uh, like magazines like Forbes or Spaces, some major magazines said that we are one one of the most unique festivals in the world. So, so after after four after four years, uh, uh, I started to uh, I I started the label same name like Mundens Records, and we just released it in 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 January. We released first uh, first record with uh, the Analog Cups. Two, you know, there are two Italians, uh, crazy Italians with lots of analog gears. They they doing in Berlin and they're quite hot. They're resident in in Tresor and they have like restoration labels. They they do cooperate with the Blavan, uh, Steffi, and uh, they had project project with Steffi, uh, third uh, third side and with Blavan is Paracela. So yeah, they they quite they quite good. In what direction? Uh, do you expect the label to go musically? Well, it must be organic. I don't like uh, that uh, clean, such a clean sound, uh, uh, digital clean sound that is sound of today. I like a bit dirty. I like, I like it, it can be, uh, you know, deeper. It can be harder, but it must be funkier and and, 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 and dirty. That's the sound. That's the sound I like. And yeah. Okay. And what type of music? Whatever from out. It doesn't matter. Okay, from, from house to techno, actually, first record is a, is a techno. It's some kind of mixture of uh, Detroit and Chicago with some Berlin touch and a little bit of acid. There's everything inside. Yeah. Are ha are there a lot of labels coming from Croatia at the moment that's doing well? We have we have like uh, lots of DJs, lots of lots of producers, more and more, and they are more recognized in the world you know Peter Ludo is the most known but we have also oh yeah Peter yeah, yeah. we have also some, some some more coming up and there are more and more DJs playing playing around so yeah I think the scene is getting getting better after like five or six or maybe ten years of uh, you know of uh, stagnation uh, like uh, uh, we were like maybe 2000 Eight, 2009 we were on the bottom really uh, oh yeah yeah but 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 coming up but coming up very rapidly um the label also who is your next artist to release on moon dance records yeah it's john heckle oh i love this guy john heckle is the is the, is the one it should be released uh, after the summer Mm -hmm. Summer, so yeah, he's he's amazing. I imagine I imagine Ivan and uh, the analog cops. Yeah, uh, yeah. John is the second. Ivan will be uh, third release with the remix of Analog Cups, and uh, fourth will be Jan, the guy uh, from Zagreb who is also resident on on on, on Mundens. We will there will be a uh, couple of remixes on the, on on those records. So yeah, it's coming good. I have also. Oh, cool! I got to see you some tracks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I got to see you some tracks. Yeah, we'll have Sierra Sam also on the fifth release. We have like already arranged like fifth release. So yeah, it's. It's going slowly, but uh, but good. Um, tell me, your experiences that you're going through, uh, with running a label, DJing, uh, doing the Moon Dance Festival. How do you seem to continue to um, be motivated and energized? And how is it? Is it is is it a success for you? I don't know. People always tell me, you know, what, uh, I, am I successful? I don't know. What, what, what do you mean? What what successful is? What success is? You know, I'm 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 satisfied. I succeed. You know, I don't have millions. I don't have money. You know, I invest all the time in in, in music. I invest in what I like. You know, I, there was like hundreds hundreds of times that I want to stop. You know, in 
like I, like I told you, 2008, 2009, you know, there was very few people going to techno parties, you know, but, but and I, okay, I will start, I, I can't do this anymore, you know, and I, I wanted, I, I tried to do something else, but you know, it was so boring after all this. Uh, well, the reason why I asked that is because I know that I had such a great, great eight years, I think it was, with uh, coming and playing in Croatia, and then there was a sudden drop in quality and a sudden drop in uh, there was like kind of this mafia thing going on and it was really it really started to really crumble yeah it was it was better like from 2005 things went went down you know new new kids didn't uh, uh, they, they, they were not in, into techno there was some it was some cheesy music and you know some cheesy music came to Croatia so you know we lost like radio uh, uh, radio shows we lost like TV shows about electronic music so people started to, to listen to some kind of folk music which was uh, unbelievable from uh, for us you know so we had to start uh, we had to, we had to build it uh, from, from the scratch you know from the beginning and it was like uh, Unbelievable, you know, uh, by the end of the 90s, Croatia was like techno country, you know, we had like 40 to 50 uh, techno and house events every weekend and Croatia is like uh, 4.5 million people. So we were in magazines like uh, Groove magazines, Raveline, uh, Jockey Slot, uh, they were writing about us like uh, techno country, you know, and like five years later, everything disappeared. So yeah, we, we started to build it again uh, in the late 2000s uh, with the smaller parties, blah, blah, blah. And suddenly Croatia was uh, recognized by some, you know, major promoters bringing festivals. So at the moment, Croatia is like uh, the, the number one festival country in Europe. Yeah, that's, why, that's another reason why I asked, because the I've seen for the last least five years, Croatia flourish again, but there's so many festivals. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But uh, we have a, like Croatia a lot of benefits from it, but uh, Croatian music, not so many, you know, because all those, most of those uh, foreign promoters, they own DJs, they their own uh, crowd. Own I'm sorry, crowd. I'm sorry, can you repeat that again? Because your, your uh, phone was cutting out. You got to uh, we don't have uh, much benefit of, the, of those like uh, foreign uh, festivals. Like they, they usually don't book local DJs. They, you know, they, they, they just they just don't care. They think everything started with them. You know, so I'm trying to 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 convince them that we have a history. We have a long, long history. You know, we made the path for them to come here. You sure you did. Know? Yeah. So yeah, some of them are tra- uh, starting to realize that. Uh, you know that that we are okay so more and more we are playing but in the beginning some of them were very rude like you know they just took, came to, to they took uh, sun and uh, a, and piece of land and, and doing the body you know now it's, it's changing it's changing see how does the government see these festivals um as a benefit to croatia yeah it's it's quite flexible at the moment they see that it's coming the money and so they don't care they let us they, they let us do it. There are no some particular restrictions, so actually they are very supportive. Don't, they don't give money, but they don't, uh, you know, they forbidden. It, you know? What um, big names have you used um, for your moon dance, and what's coming up on the next moon dance? Well, policy of moon dance is uh, uh, that we don't uh, want. Uh, uh, to to lean on uh, big names, you know, it's uh, Mundan's festival and music is in center. So that's the that's, that's the main thing, and that's the thing that people recognize. But if I have to choose somebody, of course, Jeff Mills. He's uh, he's uh, he, he was two times on 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 the festival. He's an amazing person. I, I first time I brought him here in 1998. So he, he played for me at least. Ten, I think ten, ten times. So he also and the and the support for this concept, the music, and not so many big names. Is it uh, transpiring to the people? Very good, or yes, the feedback is very good. You know, even those uh, some of our, uh, our audience they visit lots of those festivals, 
like 90% said the Moondance Festival has the best vibe. And uh, we are, I'm very proud of it because you know, we, uh, I'm, I'm trying to offer people, you know, uh, for, the, for the cheap entrance, affordable entrance for the locals because they, can, they cannot afford, afford uh, some, some uh, foreign festival because it's too expensive for locals. And how often are you having these events? It's once a year. Once a year only, okay. Since it's once a year, three days. It's the second weekend in, in August every year. And the next date? Next date is uh, 10, 11, and 12 of August. Okay, so it's a three-day weekend. Three, yeah, yeah, three day we have in the fortress, like uh, from nine o'clock uh, in the evening to uh, five forty-five in the, in a, in the fortress, and we have after parties on the beach from six o'clock to uh, one o'clock p.m. every day. And the lineup this year is? Lineup is like uh, Oscar Molero. Uh, Psych, Ben Sims, Jonas uh, uh, Kopp, uh, uh, Robert Hood, uh, Handmade, uh, Diana Caps, uh, Peter Dundov, and a bunch of local guys, yes. Yeah, but from what you, from, as far as I'm concerned, in the underground scene, you just named some of the biggest techno, young, up-and-coming techno uh, guys uh, around yes. at the moment. Yes. But, uh, well, uh, comparing to, to some other stars from other genres, I, I, I don't consider them stars, you know. They, they, are, they are one of the best uh, best names for me, if you ask me, in, in the techno, in the electronic music, but I don't call them stars. I don't know. Well, Maybe... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about stars. I'm, I'm saying that these, these kids, I've got some of the releases of some of them, and I am the, the, the techno music that they're going for this time is... Probably right down the alley that you talked about, dirty and, <laughs> and not clean, and not, and so. But they've been re- around for at least, if I can remember, at least five or six years already. Yes, so, yes, they are. Yes, they on, are. On, a, on a regular basis. So that's what I meant. Yes, wow. I told you it, the quality is mo- is most important thing for the Moonlands Festival and, and you know music policy. So I found them; they really fit in what 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 I want to do. You know. Okay, that was the techno. That was a techno lineup and the house flavor. Yes, this year is more techno. Last year we had uh, last year we had also more house. It depends, you know. It depends. I I think uh, so. Every every year I I change a bit, you know. I, I don't want to be the same all all, all the time. Last year we had Octay One Live. Uh, we had uh, uh, also Jeff Mills. We had. Uh, uh, John Heckel live. There was Sierra Sam live. Yeah, last year there was there was accent on on live sets more, you know. So Octave One from last year it was it was amazing experience. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, Ivan told me all about it. <laughs> he told me all he told me all about it. Um, yeah, uh, you're DJing. Um, you've been DJing for really a long time, and now uh, I remember. Back in the day, you were doing more techno, and um, what music? Uh, I would say, what um, music is inspiring you to this day um, as a DJ? What do you What do you like to play? What do you enjoy? Yeah, it's 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 if if it comes to me, it's quite difficult, still difficult. I could, you know, I, I, it's it's a quite big range of, of music, you know, and uh, some. Well, let's talk about let's talk about from your heart and from your yeah, soul. Yeah, from, from my heart and from my soul. I just had a new project called Skeptic, which is more techno. It's because you know I can't I can't be Lo- uh, Lorraine Garnier. Lorraine Garnier is my favorite DJ. <laughs> exactly. But you know, if I play <laughs> I eclectic sense of what he's playing, people will would kill me. You know, but uh, yeah, but Lorraine can play. So I decided to to put another alias called Skeptic, which is more uh, for for like experimental and techno and dark side. And Terraful House uh, is more for from uh, deeper side, soulful techno and that kind of music, like Mr. G and you know that 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 kind of vibe. Yeah. Oh, cool. Tell me about this. Uh, tell me about this electronic magazine that you used to be a part of, uh, Techno HR. Does that still exist? No, no, no. It was, it was, you know, in those, in all, in, in those uh, best years when the when the scene was the in uh, in a peak, like uh, from uh, 1999 to 2004. We started like uh, magazine 2002, 
and uh, the scene was quite big and we issued like four numbers and uh, yeah it was we, we were writing about uh, you know everything on the scene from the DJ interview for review, reviewing the records for you know about uh, about uh, drugs about about everything you know but we didn't have a sponsor or interest in it so we, we couldn't we couldn't continue you know but it was it was very well designed and people really love it I always like to ask this for music lovers what do you listen to and what's your favorite thing to do when you're just relaxing or listening to uh, that's not electronic music. Can you name a band or an artist that you listen to on a regular tip? Oh man, it's it's one of the hardest things that you ask me. There's so many I listen to, I don't know, from jazz records to, to I don't know, Radiohead, uh, to, I don't know, I listen to a lot of black music, I listen, I listen to everything, but I, recently I like more and more opera. You like it more and more what? Opera. Okay, more and more opera. I love uh, classical music and also opera, but uh... yeah, I'm also new, new with it. But I, I, I found it very, very exciting. You know, for me, it's like I, I can't believe that somebody can sing it all day. Sometimes it gets so hypnotic, and uh, I, I don't know. And I, and I feel, and I catch myself uh, to to imagine how. What the fuck? How how does it feel? How could it feel to to, to listen to all the big sound system? Can you believe it? <laughs> oh yeah, I can I can imagine. One of my closest friends, her name is Karen. Uh, Karen Edwards uh, does uh, classical music and jazz, and she's a good singer and pianist. So and we always hanging out. So I I got a taste of it here and there, and uh, and it's it would be very interesting on a big sound okay. system, wouldn't it? But I always imagine how to. How would, be, would it be if I put some some dirty, powerful kick, you know, down? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Are you producing these days? No, 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 no. All these years I'm preparing for producing, but uh, as you as you number the, the things I do, I just didn't have a time. Actually, I, I got some equipment. I collect some equipment for 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 one day when I have uh, more time. And I think uh, after this summer, I will start in the studio and uh, there is a guy who, who will teach me some basics. And uh, yeah, because it, it takes time to, you know, to know the machines, to know, to know everything, you know, so. Mm -hmm. um, uh, as we close the interview, um, your DJing is important to you, uh, I suppose, and but you're doing so many different things vinyl collector, label owner, promoter. Um, or is there anything else in your life that uh, uh, another profession that you do besides these number of things? Well, I live from it like 25 years. And uh, yeah, I recently, and not recently, like five years ago, I, I finished uh, IT, IT faculty. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm preparing for teaching uh, IT kids in the school, yeah. Ah, okay. What is that? Tell, tell us yeah, more about that. Yeah. Well, you know, this is this is a hard job. What I do now, and uh, you know, even even I like it so much. The body resists, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, all yeah. the time on oh, the yeah. on the road, all the time on the phone, uh, uh, you know, playing all night. Uh, it, the body feels it, you know. So so I'm preparing for one day that uh, I will slow down, you know, and then. Uh, and start start like uh, ordinary ordinary job, but I I, I like do uh, I like do with the, uh, doing go with the things. I have daughter which, uh, who uh, she's 17 and yeah, right. and I felt that right. I can tra uh, tra transfer my knowledge. So yeah, I feel it could be fine 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 with me. So I, I started college and I finished it, and I at the moment I I I have to pass couple of more exams that I can that I can teach in school so yeah at the moment I'm doing also and, that thing and how does your family um, do they stand behind how do they feel about you uh, these different many different things that you're doing creatively um, do they support yes you yes without their support it wouldn't be possible yeah I it, hear you yeah I it, hear you. it wouldn't be possible because you know it, there are there are some hard moments you know you know uh, if you love somebody, you have to you have to give them a time. Time is more personal things, you know. And uh, to be promoter, DJ, and always on the road, it's very hard to you know 
to get more time. So yeah, I really thank them for for the patience and and everything. They, they without them, there wouldn't be a me. You know. Croatia is so beautiful. When you if you decide that you're gonna take a holiday vacation, <laughs> do you get out of Croatia at well, all? Well, we have so many different landscapes, man. From the from the side, from the mountains, exactly. from the, you know, and they, <laughs> yeah, we just start to explore it. Actually, uh, my wife and me and all we, we just start exploring. So we go inside the country. We go on the hills. We are a little bit fed up with the sea and everything, you know, because we. Are, we all our lives we are, we are here we go on the mountains man and it's we have some amazing mountains woods you know there are some bears uh, you know strawberries uh, uh, amazing so yeah we love mountains at the moment you've dj'd all over croatia and do you have any inspiration to play outside of croatia have you do you get it at all Often, or? yes, uh, you know, at the big moment, I had I had some some really good, good, cool gigs. I played like on the biggest ever love parade 1999. I played on, on the techno parade two times 1999 2000. I played on the cosmos in Belgium. I played uh, uh, on the May Day. I played on the uh, yeah, two times, and uh, it, that was a bigger, bigger, bigger event. But I also played uh, lots of lots of clubs, but uh, you know. They, uh, by the end uh, end of the 2000s, it slow. It really slowed down because the music changed. No minimal thing came, and I didn't really fit in the minimal, you know. So, so we all, we were everybody was exploring a new, new form, you know. Yeah. And now, but it's coming back again. Like uh, in Ju in June, I'm playing in Berlin again, like in uh, in uh, in uh, their uh, their uh, iconic club, Golden Gate. Uh, yeah, oh, and the yeah. uh, okay. day after I play in a, in a new uh, Birgit and Beer Club, which is a cool new place in Berlin. We have like the Mondes promotion. So yes, it's coming, it's coming back again. Yes. That's nice. Uh, in closing, when you are playing in Berlin, when you are playing at the Mood Dance Festival in your next couple of gigs, what shall the people expect to hear in your set? Yeah, it, it it should be always hypnotic and funky, you know. Some even even if it's rough, even even if it sometimes it's it's harder, it has to be it has to be funk, you know, and hypnotic. That's that's the that's the main thing. Oh, great. Well, uh, with that said, I'd like to thank you again for joining me today on the Decisive Podcast. It's been a pleasure and it's been a long time coming. Uh, we haven't had a chance to speak for a long time, so I'm very happy that we had a chance to catch up. And uh, yeah, uh, can you repeat that again? I'm sorry. Thank you for inviting me in your show. Uh, no problem. And uh, I also hope to look forward to working with you um, um, uh, next year for the Moon Dance if you need me. And also, um, I will be sending you some releases. Uh, also, I know you. I know you have some other plans. You may have plans uh, for the label, but I'll send you some stuff. Maybe you like it or not. And uh, yeah. People don't forget to go check out Croatia or where is it in Split, right? Yeah, Mundes is in Trogir. In Trogir. Yeah. And the date again is? 10, 11 and 12 of August. There we go. With that said, Pedro, have a nice uh, week and don't work too hard. <laughs> Thank you, man. And we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.